it's Ross Payton with Roleplaying Public Radio. This is Game Designers Workshop, and this episode is called The Obscenity of Books. And uh, with me, uh, as always, pretty much always with these episodes, is Caleb. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Uh, so as game designers and writers, we think books are obscene, <laughs> and uh, that's where we're uh, going to be talking about. No. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I have a thesis for this episode uh, as an organizing thing. I am going to talk about progress on Red Market Second Edition because that is sort of the object lesson of these. But um, we're pretty deep in the weeds on the watch Caleb fuck up and making a big trad RPG book um, because we're in the edition levels. And so a, a new subject I think needs to be broached mm-hmm. is is the obscenity of books. Okay. Um, and by obscenity, I don't just mean like, you know, uh, lamentations of the flame print to us <laughs> in the legal sense of obscenity. I mean, the philosophical sense of obscenity. Um, so yeah, just, just to trace where my thesis came from, just some life experience, anecdotal stuff. So you and I recently went to a gaming retreat with some, uh, gentlemen that Jeff Barber knows. And it was it was a lot of fun, and we had a lot of talks about games with people who've been yeah. gaming for twenty or thirty or forty years. And uh, we did have sort of a commentary running on, like when we were out smoking on the deck, about um, we kept getting the same story of just like, oh, I hate that game. We ran a hundred sessions, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, oh, that game was oh, yeah, it's a trash rules. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, we couldn't get more than two years out of it, and I was just like, <laughs> what? What? Um, And I couldn't I couldn't quite square it Mm -hmm. as a concept. Um, And then uh, also talking about, you know, forcing myself to engage with every review of Red Markets, even like the, you know, fascistic, crazy Mm -hmm. ideological ones. I didn't learn anything from that. But like I knew that once I started letting putting a noise gate on things I found uncomfortable to read, Mm -hmm. I would not read any criticism that I actually needed to revise out of the book. So I just opened the floodgate and let it all in. And like the number of people who would like poorly review the book because there was a rule that they didn't read Mm -hmm. or uh, a thing they didn't look up in the index. And I'm like, like frantically checking the book. Like, did I forget to even say that? And I'm like, no, I didn't. They just, they just didn't read it. They just Mm -hmm. assumed that's how a zombie book goes. Um, and so like, I was trying to square that and Asgar, the little thing we had with all the friends mm-hmm. that were meeting. And That's like, the, the yeah, Asgar's the name. Yeah. Yeah. Trip. That weird statement yeah, yeah. that I, I, I'm not, it's not a criticism of them. It was just, yeah. we've heard that before. Oh no, it's very common. Like, yeah. I mean, I think part of it is the, uh, D and D, you know, being the, uh, lingua franca of gaming and like everyone realizing even the diehard D players that the rules are awful in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. like having to deal with that because oh yeah third head sucks or fifth head sucks or fourth head sucks yeah 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 we played like it for two and a half years and it's terrible i hate it yeah yeah uh some of my gr- best gaming memories are of that edition but it's awful and trash yeah yeah so I, it didn't really click for me until i watched a plastic pills video mm-hmm. uh, and burke of night clerk radio is a big fan of uh plastic yeah. pills and turned on me to his youtube and uh, he's talking about um, Deleuze and uh, a lot of postmodern thought that I don't have to get into. But he, he used the example of, you know, the philosophical definition of obscenity, mm. which uh, he uses the example of Donald Trump. Um, the problem with Donald Trump is not that he is a differently bad politician. He does all the same horrendous, awful shit as many other politicians. Oh, sure. Um, but 
it's that he's obscene, meaning the scene is the acknowledged, accepted narrative of what's going on. And that is where it's the marketplace of ideas. Two politicians stand at a lectern and debate and they have Lincoln their, Douglas. Yeah. yeah. West wing bullshit yeah, yeah. that has never existed the, in, uh, on earth. Uh, decorum. In yes. Ireland. Decorum. Yeah. Um, West wing bullshit. That's never actually been real, mm-hmm. but was acknowledged as real with a force mm-hmm. that sort of had a stabilizing structure in society. Like um, at least amongst the plebeians who weren't involved on the insides of power. Right. Yeah. Whereas Donald Trump acts like, what a poor person thinks a rich person acts like. Yeah. Uh, hugs the flag and kisses it. Um, just naked power politics, grievance. Right. Um, all id. Which is all there yeah, yeah. and all functioning, but it reveals the falseness and the hollowness of the scene. Right. It becomes obscene or grotesque mm-hmm. um, in the same way that like, I don't know, shitting on the f- in a mall in the middle of the concourse would be or a chick at a, at a at a mall, you know. Yeah, the problem yeah. is not that you're taking a shit in the mall; it's mm-hmm. that you're taking a shit in the middle of the food court. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's not that those bodily functions are bad or inherently shameful. It's just that that is all something we've all decided to hide. Yeah, and your refusal to do it um, is a sort of a social taboo, and that's when it clicked for me. Okay, the obscenity of books. Books as paper objects, Mm -hmm. as things with actual words on them that you have to read to understand them. And Mm -hmm. the concepts Mm -hmm. are, are, I'm going to make the argument here, exceptionally obscene in the realm of RPGs. Um, And this only grows more so when you do second editions of books, Mm. which is how I'm tying this back to red markets. Okay. Um, Because you have the scene, right? Mm -hmm. The acknowledged narrative of of what we're doing here, right? Um, and that it's considered a somewhat social taboo or disappointing or, 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 or wrong if that is violated. Right. Um, but with an RPG, you have layers of scenes. You've got the scene of the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. What is this book going to promise to do for me? Yeah. That starts building ideas in the scenes of individual player groups who are planning to use things and get psyched for that campaign. Right. Mm -hmm. But they're psyched for a promise that may not be delivered. And I'm not speaking my own Kickstarter, but like may not be delivered in the way they expect it to be delivered. When the mechanic comes out, may not be fully funded in a way that they hoped when they, Mm -hmm. you know, did it didn't reach that stretch goal. Um, So there's that. Then there's playtest editions that go out early before a Kickstarter. Right. Betas and all that. Betas, which give people certain expectations of games. Oh, sure. Um, And then there is the book itself, which is going to be, in many cases, the messenger that gets shot. (laughs) The origin of the disappointment. The obscene thing that punctures the hole in how you're supposed to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But here's the thing about RPGs. It doesn't stop there. We desperately seek back to the scene. Um, So even if you do get pissed off at the book momentarily, what do you do? You house rule. Mm-hmm. You house rule, you house setting, you house change. Sure. You invent a new scene with your group, right? Um, but the thing about a second edition of a book is that it is now doubly obscene. Like, I, I, am, I am violating the scenes of individual groups with things that contradict with what they say. I'm also violating the scene of people that listened to the first book and did not regard it as anything to, like, disregard and, and followed along with the rules because I am changing rules. I am changing things. I'm going to change art I'm going to change aesthetics in many instances. 
Um, and so I realized that like the reason I was twigging on that conversation so much when we were mm-hmm. listening in the convention center and the reason that I was like sort of agonizing over getting started on writing this is that like, it is a double layer of sort of, um, you know, the first thing you got to do to finish writing is kill the editor in your head. Yeah. And, and it is an editorial concern for me in that, like I, I am having to thread a needle here between the idea of red markets um, and many people who play red markets regularly still don't get that idea Yeah, in any way I wrote down. They oh, have sure. invented their own version of it. Um, there is the idea of red markets, which has been going strong since before I launched a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And then there's the reality of the book. Mm-hmm. And then there's the scene of how that reality in what's listed in the book has been changed by rules over the years. And that is useful because that's a many way where I get inspiration for what needs to be revised. Mm-hmm. But all of these um, sort of postmodern conceptions, these narratives of what a game should be, um, they can only be sort of either reaffirmed or, you know, popped, punctured with the obscenity of no, man, I wrote it this way. It's on a page. Yeah. It's right there. That's what I said. And and I'm sure that will invent new scenes, but like my worry and my concern and my trepidation in writing all this, and I think it's probably the trepidation of a lot of people who do second edition of things they've already written. Oh, sure, yeah. Is like there is a legitimate um, event horizon. Mm-hmm. There is a point past which if the book is too obscene, it will be largely rejected. Um, because it is, it'll it, jump the shark. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that the fear of that and the fact that that is like now it, it used to be like a spectrum, like too far, not far, but now it's like a quadrant. Like every time you're adding an addition to the book, mm-hmm. you're adding an additional, uh, layer. And now it's turning into one of those like JRPG stat graphs with all the little hexes moving out and dash. <laughs> like you're trying to figure out like, and like the, the out of bounds is all over the place uh-huh, and three uh-huh. dimensional, it's yeah. like an oort cloud of concerns now, and yeah. they just keep growing and dimensional. Fractal, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was my theory. I don't know if this is bullshit. Does this sound real to you? No, it does. It does. Um, yeah, certainly the 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 everyone creates their own reality of what a thing is, especially for you know role playing games, and, and it's designed to yeah. be that way. Yeah, but like we've made it worse because the entire way to market role playing games is selling the idea of the thing before the thing exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only does the thing make a completely separate, individualized execution of the thing inside the book, mm-hmm. which is a different scene, you have to sell a third scene to get the book made on Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's, yeah, it just seems layered and constantly ping-ponging back and forth. And it's been exacerbated, you know, by like the internet and social media to a degree that wasn't like even 20 years ago it didn't exist, right? Like, I mean, people, fans and players can give feedback instantly to authors that, that are monitored like, you know, uh on a consistent basis. Like, you know, people who were working on third ed D and D, I mean, undoubtedly check message boards and Usenet and all that shit, but it's not like you made a announcement about something or you release some playtest rules the next day you're trending on Twitter because of like some, something you missed or maybe you did a racism or something or yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's a challenge because, um, you're, you're absolutely right. Like as another example, like I've been, uh, you know, running Delta green impossible landscapes and there's a discord for people running that game. It's all just people running that game and they're talking about their experiences. And somebody's like, Oh, and you know, the book recommends each there's four chapters. Each takes X number of sessions. Uh, 
this one person is like, oh, yeah, we're still on chapter one and it's gone three times longer, you know, uh, three times the number of sessions for just the first chapter. Also, we started with time travel, you know, and which is not like a conceit to go back in time (laughs) to do the thing like um, and yeah, it's wild. Um, So in terms of your to a degree, you just kind of have to ignore it, right? You just have to like plow forward. Uh, well, yeah, um, I, I think you have to acknowledge. Um, I think you have to acknowledge where scenes came from r- rational yeah. interpretations of your work. I mean, there, you have to admit at a certain point you can't do anything about it. Yeah, but there, I think there are I, limits. I yeah. think you have to know where you were the seed of it other than I yeah. made a book. Because like yeah. um, sometimes if you are the seed of it, like, you know, somebody got the rules wrong or, or wanted to change something about casualty yeah. management. And, and like, it's because maybe I expressed them incorrectly or maybe because I expressed them correctly and they just weren't good for that group. And maybe that's something I should consider in role play. Yeah. Like, um, but you know, other stuff like the scene of this is like, why can't I just be a hot dog salesman back at the enclave? And like, I saw that a ton of times. Like, we just want to do, we just want to riff. We just want to hang out at the enclave. We just want to do this. And I'm just like then why the fuck are you going outside and fighting monsters? <laughs> I know a ton of people who run hot dog stands and not one of them has ever admitted to me that they tool up in the night and go <laughs> hunt demons. They've just mainly focused on like running a good hot dog stand and like, yeah, like it, it, that stuff's not in the book, mm-hmm. but I, and it's something that like, I am going to try and put more enclave based play because yeah. it's something people desire. Yeah. But but the obscenity of the book, the fact that the book just dealt with being a taker was a violation to some people. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted they wanted to be uh, they wanted to play other things. I think it happens with like stuff like EP. Like, why do I have to be firewall? Yeah. Like, well, you don't have to be. But like and they, I, they worked on that. In second. Yeah. But like you need by... an organizing structure to yeah. write a book. Like it's not just about everyone in the future. Mm-hmm. Play someone like it's not GURPS. Yeah. Um, but like the fact that it's just about firewall is said by many people, especially with first to second edition as a flaw of the game. Yeah. It's not. You couldn't write the first book without an organizing structure or group to put people in. The setting's so fucking dense and insane in the first place. If you didn't have someone giving you a mission, mm-hmm. you know how fucking crippled you would be at the beginning of an Eclipse Phase campaign? Like, you yeah. have no idea where to go. Like, you can't do exactly a sandbox game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, the fact that it focuses on Firewall initially is not a problem. It's not a flaw. Mm-hmm. It's not anything. It's, it's, it's essential. Yeah. But it's not what I thought it was. And yeah. that is the pin, that is the obscene. That is yeah. the pinprick. How dare this paper not adhere? Like, um, yeah. and that's the stuff you kind of got to ignore. Yeah. Like you can, you can view it as like, um, demographics. Like I want to market to this person with the mm-hmm. second edition, but like you, you can't be like, I need to appease that person because yeah. they're not looking for something that you've ever promised. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, because, yeah, people look for role playing games for different things and like probably the largest, you know, the plurality of players are going to like accept the organizing principle and be like, okay, we're firewall agents, we're Delta Green agents, we're takers. We do this thing and this thing. But like other people are coming out from a very different scene where like, you know, for red markets, probably a lot of people are like, I like The Walking Dead. I like zombie apocalypse stories and I want to really build up like you know, like the rich drama of living in the apocalypse mm. and, and going through that. And this game seems to talk about that a lot. So I'm going to look into it. 
oh, it's all about, well, you know, fighting zombies is fine, but I, I want to know what it's like to be, you know, live in, in this kind of thing. So I think maybe doing a survey of trying to figure out what the major scenes of, uh, you know, zombie role playing would be and sort of like try and talk to each of them. Like uh, Eclipse Days would be the same thing, but like I like transhumanist sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what, yeah. Um, or maybe like the styles of play, I think maybe uh, because there are people who are very like dungeon crawl monster of the week kind of shit. And then there's people who are like, we, we, oh, we love fifth at D and D we've used the rules three times in 18 sessions, you know, like everything else is just free form role playing. They run it in there. They, yeah, <laughs> you're shaking your head, but like, that's, you know, they still fucking buy the books, right? Like, uh, they're, they, cause they like the setting. They like the world mm-hmm. building and stuff like that. Well, I think that's yeah. a flip side of it. Cause yeah. there's also a sort of, um, obscenity of play. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not saying that like the play itself is a violation of the book's expectations by any means. Okay. Um, but I am saying that like, I guess obscenity of play would be wrong, but I guess it'd be grotesquerie of play. Like, oh. There are people that, and this again, we've seen, uh, we saw some people at the retreat like that. Yeah. We've seen people, this is probably the majority of the RPG market is people who buy books endlessly and never play them. Like yeah, they they collect. I mean, them. we're certain. I'm certainly guilty of that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've got a few, but like, I do try and get to most things without buying new stuff. But like, the thing is, I do have to buy it because I need to know what other mechanics are. I mm-hmm. need to know what the market is. That's fine. But like, that's not true for someone who never writes them. Yeah, never has no intention to publish. Yeah, they're collectibles. Yeah, they're collectibles. They're just having fun with the game. But like, I've seen a ton of people who like get books and like they're like, yeah, I want to run a game. And then just like the grotesquery of the fact that the book is not going to do it for them, Mm -hmm. that you're still doing session zero. You're still doing character creation. You might need an Excel spree. Mm -hmm. Like the thing about a possible landscapes, I love that book. I worked on that book. That's amazing to think that you can just run in there and that book's going to run this fucking campaign for you. Lunacy. Like just an insane (laughs) expectation you had. Like that is a Talmudic text. You are going to be flipping pages constantly. I've read it at least three times. Yeah. You're going to need bookmarks. You're jumping back and forth. The chapters are completely nonlinear by the time you get past night floors Mm -hmm. and you're flipping all over the fucking place based on what players are doing. Like that is work. It it is work. And like the thing is, is that there was a scene of the book Mm -hmm. where I imagined a really cool book that would run a legendary, um, surreal horror, surreal horror campaign in the grand tradition of like call of Cthulhu campaigns, like mask of night or Mm -hmm, mm Tap, And then you see the book and it will do that experience. If you invest this much. And I think a lot of people fall down there. Yeah. I think a lot of people fall down there for Mask and I or Lothertep in many campaigns, too. It's just oh, the, sure. the grotesquery of like, well, yeah, then I need to. Spend- I mean, that was my second Mask and I or Lothertep run uh, because I started adding. I one ran it Trail of Cthulhu, not Call. And yeah, yeah. I added pulp rules to it and I added mm-hmm. like adventures before and during and like, yeah, you were in one of the sessions. You yeah. Know? yeah. So like, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, but there's yeah. there's just way more as I get into the weeds of rewriting Red Markets. There's way more into the disconnect between imagined play experiences and actual play experiences. Yeah. Um, and it's layered in ways I had never truly considered because it's so, layered in the reading yeah. experience. It's layered in the execution of the rules. Yeah. It's layered in how people talk about the game. Yeah, and book. Yeah. Um, it's layered in what people ask for. What's the do at the table? Like 
you talked about the walking dead people. They really want to do like high drama, soap opera shit. Yeah. yeah. Enclave. And then you'll like have like dependents and you'll have like mm-hmm. rules and all that stuff for that. And then they'll be like, yeah, I pick four stray cats that can't talk. <laughs> all right. That's my dependent. Like, I, I, and I'm not saying I, I'm not calling anybody out specifically because they didn't ask for that type of role play. But like I've seen that multiple times before. Like yeah. my dependent is my gun. <laughs> like and then like I, you just imagine like, you know, the guy who plays Negan talking to Lucille, but for an hour. It's not like a bit. It's the, yeah, like the yeah, full yeah. the full fucking episode. And you're just like, yeah, I moved. That's just not a crazy person that I don't want to look at anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. And like, yeah, but you said you wanted these hardcore dramatic moments, mm-hmm. but then there's these, it, these tools to install drama and interpersonal relationships. Yeah. And everyone just plays it for goof off or like, Oh, I don't want to be seen as a try hard. Yeah. So I'm going to make my dependent a meme or, you know, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a grotesquerie of play. Like the thought of like, I actually have to kind of invest in this mm-hmm. and do the half off divorce dad, ubic talk. Like that actually occurs under capitalism. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, no, pulling out, pulling up. Don't, you know, like the idea was better mm-hmm. than the seeing it um, and having to navigate. Yeah, it, it, it's, it gets me in my own head a lot. Yeah. I, like, cause I never know when people tell me they want something, if that's what they really want. Yeah. Uh, in terms of execution or if the second I make that thing, it's going to be like, well, here's where it fell down, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just a concern that I think is always there, oh, but sure. like when you redo a thing that's already been done, I mm-hmm. think it, it just doubles in complexity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it is a challenge, right? Like um, I, I've certainly encountered that with like, you know, people saying, Oh, you should do this or that for base rate or someone. Um, and I think maybe one thing, have you thought about like doing like a, a, a an idea that occurred to me? is doing a survey, like sending out a survey to like the red markets, Facebook group and other people like, uh, uh, I've been on the discord yeah, and I've already got a second ad thread going on the yeah. red markets discord there run by, uh, which well, ask people what their experiences are yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. and like what, what they, what they've actually done, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that would probably be helpful. Uh, and, and maybe go outside the hardcore red markets, uh, uh, group, uh, you know, RPG.net look for red markets or something like that. Uh, and just see and just li- read up what and what people actually say their game does. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I've been doing quite a bit of that. Okay. Yeah. Until my eyes bleed. Okay. Uh, so what have you learned from that? Like, oh, yeah. Well, um, then we can just talk about what I'm changing. So we've started yeah, yeah. the campaign. Uh, we're two sessions in. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's going pretty well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've um, condensed. And the- these are being recorded and will be posted on Heaven on Open Game Design. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I have... Uh, I've redone the skill list. We've redone character creation. It's a little bit more simplified. Yeah. Um, the skills are all more actively voiced and they have. Yeah, like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. They all have little more helpers as to like kind of things you can use them. They're a little bit more broadly applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, there are derived stats because, you know, I did put in the game. Look, if you're going to be a taker, here are the skills you need. You probably need self-control. Yeah. You probably need to be able to move. You probably need to be able to kill something. Um, and that's a big sideline right in the character creation chapter. It can't tell you how many reviews and like, well, I made a broken character cause I didn't have any, and I just went crazy when I saw anything. I'm like, yeah, man, probably shouldn't go outside in the zombie apocalypse. If you have an anxiety disorder, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fit for you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. um, 
in but like now I've done derived stats, so it's sort of taking that out of player hands. Uh, and that you have uh, these derived stats that sort of make you basically competent in certain mm-hmm. things you need to do. Um, so that's been done. Uh, I have removed initiative from combat because that seemed fiddly and touching the dice too much. We tried that once and people seemed to like it. Well, you reworked it. I mean, now it's. Well, yeah, I, I mean, basically. It's, yeah, yeah. It, there's still initiative. Like there's still a way to figure out who is going first and who is yeah, not. Yeah, but it's binary yeah. to you and the guy you are fighting. Yeah. And there's no longer a system of comparison between um, you and you fellow takers. So there's no stack of actions. Everything's occurring at once. And the only determination is, do you get hit first or do they? Yeah. Do you hit first? And it costs rations to uh, act fast. uh, Yeah. And I'm tweaking that. It's not done, done yet. But like, it seemed good. The initial play test we did. And then uh, just a complete rework of negotiations. Because, you know, you don't want to talk about people like... You want to talk about the difference between the hardcore Red Markets <laughs> fans and the other Red Markets fans. You go on RPG right now, you're like, fuck this guy. This book's stupid. 500 page waste of trash mm-hmm. uh, because negotiations sucked. We skip them every time. I've never used them, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you have like the Discord, which is like, I love them. We pushed this way and I did this. And yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And like, the, I, I love those guys. And I'm not going to like burn the old book and it'll still work for mm-hmm. your crew, but. Yeah, we got to do something different because everybody hates it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm making lots of little changes that way, um, simplifying some nomenclature a lot of it's just revision mm-hmm. in words and framing. Uh, I've reframed how the dice mechanic works, mm-hmm. um, so I'm seeing that work a little bit better. Uh, but you know, it's still not instantly grass. So oh, I wonder sure. If I might have to yeah. change that again, because a lot of people continue to forget to like buy a roll and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm making progress. I'm making lots of changes. Um, I want to make casualty combat a little bit more engaging and less of a drag. Uh, and I have all sorts of plans to tweak it based on, you know, doing what you said and Mm -hmm. reading everything. And especially the people who don't like the game, because I would (laughs) like to expand to them. Uh, uh, but yeah, I also have to make the people who like the game, not disappointed. They need to see it Mm -hmm. as an improvement. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, th- I just thought it's something to bring up. Like, and it's yeah, not, yeah. The, not a way I'd ever considered RPGs before. Yeah. Even though I think it was at work in the scene until I'd done the second edition of one. I mean, this is just like, um, I mean, to a degree, like the same, the problem of art in general, right. Is interpretation. Like everyone interpret you, you filmmaker makes a movie about subject X and then it gets back. Oh yeah. I loved it. It was about topic Y, right? Like, you know, I, I love it. You know how anti-war movies are really pro-war movies. I mean, to a degree, right? Like, uh, to a degree. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it's different in TTRPGs because like when I go see the painting, mm-hmm. I didn't fund the painting before I saw it. And I also did not <laughs> demand the painting, inspire me to make my own painting. Yeah. And I didn't critique the painting I made in the context of the painting I saw mm-hmm. that inspired me to make it. Yeah. So like, you see how it just f- spreads out mm-hmm. in this like pooling ring of disappointments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a prompt for other creative work. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not Picasso. I didn't just like, yeah. you know, draw the motherfucker and slap it on a wall. <laughs> And then you can come up with your interpretation. Like that happens. That's all painting is. I mean, that happens everywhere. Like that is all art, music, things of that nature. But like when RPGs are like selling themselves before they exist. Yeah. 
and by necessity materially reproducing mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and when they don't exist if no one plays them mm-hmm. like you're really just the author and the game designer is a link in a chain uh between an idea and an execution of that idea um and and the link often gets criticized for every part of the chain <laughs> yeah uh, on both sides yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah no it, 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 your point about yeah it requiring it's yeah rpgs are tool are tools to create your own artistic work or creative work basically uh collaborative work uh or play i mean you know because uh, I'll, I'll be honest yeah. like in in like i don't think it's a bad thing like i find yeah. it disappointing when people only critique the aesthetics of an rpg book mm-hmm. when it's only about the font or only about how it looks <laughs> or only about the use of the conditional will yeah, yeah. and there is <laughs> Um, zero concern about anything uh, non-capitalistic yeah, yeah. or in executing or mm-hmm. in doing anything like an actual game with dice. Like mm-hmm. I find that like uh, a paucity, like an, an impoverished critique of that mm-hmm. book. Cause I just don't view a book that way. Like it is meant to be the picture that makes more pictures. Like yeah, 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 it yeah. is. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I just don't know what to, to do with that. I just thought it was yeah, an idea yeah. to bring out in the world and, if you're doing the second edition something, maybe it's something to consider. I think, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that go into this. I think part of it might be also just like a, I don't know, a sociocultural phenomenon of the, the complaining as a social activity complaining or, you know, the grognard, the grumblers, right? Like that's like you, the people who complain most about, uh, uh, you know, not just role playing, but like, like the, you want somebody who's going to have the best complaints, the most complaints of against Warhammer, for example, they're going to be like the guy with like a thousand dollars worth of Warhammer figures, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, they love it. And that's why they complain about it so much. Their, their passion, uh, leads to them to have the most refined and I've never seen yeah, Jason yeah. say a positive thing about games. Workshop. <laughs> Still, he's talking about how his army using the games workshops rules this year is broken. Yeah. And then he gets excited because the <laughs> rules are broken in his favor. Yeah. And then it's back to hating them and everything they do. Yeah. So it's a sign. It's, it's a cultural thing, a sign of love and respect. If I mean, I mean, maybe this is a bit sophist of me, but like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think there, there's some truth in that. That we complain about You're doing the, the King Cobra thing. My haters can't get me off their mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, we, that's not self-serving at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, it's better that they're complaining about it than silence, right? Like that's the worst. That's thing. true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm bitching here. Yeah, but yeah. It's yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it is something you have to concern yourself, especially in playtesting, um, because like, are they critiquing the rule as it exists? Yeah. Are they critiquing their understanding of the rule? Yeah. Which well, in I term, mean, it's, I think it's that. Well, yeah. that's that's still in a critique of your rules because yeah, yeah. like that understanding could be a lack of their own clarity and reading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could also be like a failure of communication, which is your primary concern as a writer. Mm-hmm. So it's also something to be concerned about. Or are they critiquing an idea in their head mm-hmm. and you were the person that brought the idea there and therefore it's your fault? Like, yeah. yeah and like and that is parsing those like fine layers of onion of critique Mm -hmm. is is where you you know find you know good revisions that actually make a better product in a game Mm -hmm. and you know where you find you know dumb choices that you're doing to fulfill some asshole that won't like whatever you make anyway yeah yeah, yeah. um but they're all talking at the same time in Mm -hmm. the same places with the same level of intensity Mm -hmm. 
and you kind of have to parse out the, the it's a negative capability. Like yeah, what yeah. is not being said? It's messy. Yeah. Yeah. What is not being said in this critique? Cause, yeah, yeah. Um, I have normally ignored that as mm-hmm. an idea. Like you just, well, you got to accept that everybody is coming at you authentically and, and things of that nature. Um, because otherwise you're just going to use it, you know, as workshop defense, like, well, they just didn't get it. My story yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. perfect. Um, you know, they're just, they're just plebes and they don't understand me filtering the valid, like criticisms versus that. Yeah. Yeah, And I've, and I've always like accepted all comers, even if they Mm -hmm. are in bad faith for that precise reason. Cause I am like masters in creative writing workshop trained. Yeah, Yeah. But, but with RPGs, like as I get further into it, there is more of a concern about like, what is actually being critiqued here? Mm -hmm. I really got to make sure it's me or has to do with me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to change a thing. Yeah, that um, yeah doesn't need to be changed. I mean, and there's also like the political too. Like, there's a lot of people who would ostensibly like red markets, but they they receive the political critique in it, and instantly, you know that that's it's a binary thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're either going to love it or hate it based on that. Like, they're not even going to engage with the text on. And yeah, thing. I'm not yeah. going to change that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah I mean that's that, yeah. that's the point of red markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's the I've seen. I don't know how many times I've seen. Oh, it's poverty. Said me. Oh, this game is too depressing for me to play. You mm-hmm. know. Um and yeah, I. Yeah, I don't. I think to a degree, this is unresolvable, right? Like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is something to factor in, though. Yeah, yeah. Because no. like thinking about it this way has helped me make, I think, so far better. Cho- and again, talk about seen and obscene has helped me make better decisions. You know, before he launches a Kickstarter, before he publishes yeah, yeah. it, I don't know if it's better or not. Yeah, but yeah. it feels like it's making me make better choices mm-hmm. uh, in terms of what to revise and how to revise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because. I do think you have to acknowledge, especially the second time around that there's so many ideas of what you're doing, mm-hmm. trying to inform the, the flat dead ink on dead tree mm-hmm. version of what you're trying to make. Um, that, you know, it can really kind of be, um, schizophrenic and disjointing in your tone. If you sure. try and listen to all of them at once oh, yeah, and make them and make a much worse product. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and there's also this like idea scope too, right? Like how much do you, uh, make your RPG about like, you know what red markets is about, right? Like it's about takers going out and the loss and paying rent despite the apocalypse and everything. But you know, you get all these voices saying like, Oh, we want enclave life. We want, you know, home life. We want this, this stuff. Uh, and how much do you stretch the game to where, uh, it's going to be about this or that? Like, is it still in that vision? Right. Like, uh, yeah. Like there's stuff I'm cutting out that like, I think was a result of me making a mistake regarding the obscenity books before. Yeah. So things like the, um, work life balance rules and like Mm -hmm. running a small business. Like, what do you do if you want to sell your own hall? Yeah. And like, what do you do if you have a surplus or something and you don't want a middleman? Mm-hmm. And so I added a ton of rules in the book for that. In like, first edition. Yeah. In first edition. Yeah. Um, but it makes other rules that people need more often harder to find. Almost no one See, uses it. Yeah, that's it. a good. Yeah, yeah. Almost no one uses it. Everyone mentions it along with the rest of the pages as being evil because the book is large, even though it's a variant you don't have to touch or ever read. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's there infuriates people that want it to be a pamphlet. Um, but at the same time, they say that, and then they're going to go buy Haunted West at 700 pages. Mm-hmm. 800 pages. Yeah, or something like that. 
and and not say a word. And I'm not saying you shouldn't buy Haunted West. That book fucking slaps. But yeah, yeah. but um, you know, it's not a it's not a criticism that is uh, direct. It's not a declarative criticism. Mm-hmm. It is a so roundabout from psychological assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so like. I think I catered. I, I did a lot of stuff in the original book. That's like people want variants. People want to do this. People want mm-hmm. to do that. And I put it in the book with the chapter related to, all right, if you want to do upkeep differently here, if you want to do this differently here, if you want a variant here, here's what it is. And I think it, I think it actually does makes the book less accessible to people because mm-hmm. they don't really want that. They want permission to change it if they don't like it. Yeah. That's which oh, they already yeah, yeah. had. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they want you to incorporate it into the scene mm-hmm. like um and um when it is incorporated into the obscene they don't want it anymore because it's it's showing that like oh yeah i could always change it that way like um it, it's just sort of a redundancy like mm-hmm. I, I don't need to add that many variants in because people will make them up whether i do it or not yeah and the fact that i did it and included it in the product is not going to be seen as a positive for the product it's not going to help people play it. Yeah. So like, that's another thing I am, you know, looking to eliminate or at least move out into supplements. Yeah. That, that would a, be the real a solution. lot of rules yeah, variants, yeah. but yeah, but you know, that that's the sort of thing that people desperately say they wanted. They said they wanted it during the Kickstarter campaign. Players said it when we play tested it and they wanted to be able to do it. And we did it at the table. Um, but in the, in the actual execution, a lot of people don't use them. Like, yeah. They don't, they don't actually touch them. They, they don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they just want the option to do it without having to do the work themselves. Yeah. Which is fine. I, I'm all for avoiding the grotesqueries of play. But the fact of the matter is, is that that situation wouldn't change if I didn't include it, had less pages, had yeah. more money for art as a result of having less pages, and uh, had more time as a result of making a, a, a thinner product. Yeah. So I um, think that that's, that's definitely the right approach. Um, you know, it's interesting, you know, uh, um, comparing that to because in some ways, like the, the small business stuff and the, the, the rules you were talking about um, are some like indication of like what higher level play in red markets, like more experience, you know, tougher crews would be. And yet, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to D&D and D&D, of course, has the rules for you know levels one through 10 or one through 20 now. Uh, I maybe I'm definitely mixing it up with 13th age. But anyway, like most D and D groups are like first to sixth level, right? Like, yeah, typical D twenty position. You, yeah, they have the wish spell in the player's handbook, but players almost never get to the point where they cast a wish spell because, mm-hmm. like, D and D is still based on like conventions from the fucking seventies, where like, oh yeah, it'll take you three years playing every week to get a character up to level eighteen or seventeen or whatever to cast wish, and that's if he doesn't die. And so it's probably going to be more like five years of weekly play mm-hmm. and. Um, but the players want the fucking witch spell in there and it's always been in there. Uh, but that's D and D and that's sort of like the more grog, uh, grognard style, old school style, I think. So like being a more, like, I think it's a change in the market, right? Like I think, uh, uh, more recent games well, if have you, a more focused like approach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you scale this up, this yeah, obscenity yeah. of book thing, it explains five ed. It yeah. explains D and D one. Like you want to talk about Mark Fisher being well, D and D one. I think is dead. Uh, but yeah, but like it expl- yeah. Mark Fisher, you know, yeah. being haunted by the past. <laughs> uh, you are haunted by the past of last editions. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff from Fourth Ed that would make Fifth Ed better. Yeah, that is completely cut out because of the 
historical taboo of like giving fighters options. Yeah. yeah, We don't talk about fourth ed anymore. It has been stricken. We erased it from all the photos in the national archive. Like, like you're, you're literally haunted by like the XP system, Mm -hmm. which is honestly in every D 20 game I've ever read is a burden. Yeah. It is just burdensome book cupping. You don't get anything cool by it. Mm-mm. You know, narrative, narrative advancement is almost always better. Yeah. And the only thing I will accept is different is just like making the XP system a currency that exchanges with something else. So it is valuable as XP. Mm-hmm. And that's what red markets does. Cause you got to like, well, does my bounty go towards right now? Yeah. Or my, my bounty go towards, do I roll this later and succeed? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't find the choice points interesting, but it's because it was like a first draft and it got solidified in the scene of it as a first mover. And now you can't fucking escape it. Like it's it's now definitively outside the realm of acceptable changes. And if you change it, it becomes obscene and it is it is punished as such. Like, yeah, yeah. And any long running game, like like I said, I think the longer you do this the more sort of metrics and axes you add mm-hmm. to this, like what is the socially acceptable? The more you drift. Yeah. yeah. What is going to be within the realm of acceptability uh, in changes that vibes with the idea of this game uh, and what is going to be seen as some sort of a violation or outside the taboo of it. And I mean, that is just mechanic wise. That's before you even get to like lore mm-hmm. and characters and people that have like emotional attachments to their you know, Glorbos or whatever. Glorbos. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the term is, um, <laughs> but like, Glorbo. yeah, they, yeah, that is going to heighten that discourse even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd say consider yeah. it now before you're on your fifth fucking edition. I'll yeah, say that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say factor in the fact that like every time you do this, it's going to be a narrower range of well, what is going to be yeah. considered an acceptable revision versus what is considered a completely different game or out of mm-hmm. hand or out of left field. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when talking to D and D, like I could, I could tell you what, like the design go- I could tell you what the design goals for like third 3.5 fourth ed were because they're very obvious. Like third ed is like, we're going to have unified conflict, you know, game mechanics. Everything's going to be the same. It's not going to be like the last edition and it's going to be, you know, we're going to fix all the problems, make it a unified, easy to understand system. And 3.5 was like, we got to fix the shit we broke in third ed. Uh, And then fourth ed was like, all right, we're going to give everybody the same option, same level of options. Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone's going to be, no one's going to be boring. Everyone's going to have fun things to do with the combat and role playing is just going to be free form basically because that's what you all do anyway. And Mm -hmm. uh, then fifth ed was like, uh, we don't like fourth ed. You all hate combat and do skill checks to avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. here they come again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, with red markets, uh, it sounds like you actually do have a design goal. And, uh, so I don't think you're going to have the, the, so maybe you need a less coherent design goal to be, <laughs> to replicate the success of fifth ed. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I just think it just, I joke. Yeah. I'm not going to say guy didn't have a design goal for first ed and there wasn't a design. I think there was also design goals for fifth ed. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, I'm not going to bring up like consultancy gate or anything. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. can you imagine the number of things got that? Like, well, cause like we're game designers. Like mm-hmm. I know I try and push my limit when I, when everybody says we're accepting pitches, Yeah, you know, I try and see how far I can push it towards my bullshit yeah, yeah. compared to the game. And like, can you imagine like what mechanics and ideas got like thrown on the cutting room floor by 
by not even Watsy, but like self-censorship policing, like the person who's thinking about, I have to go to a D and D fan and tell them that this is the way it works now. Yeah. And like, I know a lot of people would have said, no, we're not fucking doing that. I don't want to get drawn and quartered. Yeah. Like, and, and the more you do that, like mm-hmm. the, the more times you go through that cycle, I, I really do feel like the, the range of acceptabilities, the, the range of the scene yeah. versus the obscene starts it, it, closing yeah. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gets more uh, stratified. It, yeah, 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 definitely. There is definitely like this calcification of like what the thing is, what the scene is yeah, of, yeah. of a book, of a game. Um, and I don't think it's just the nature of the thing, right? Like you're you're iterating on a previous design. You're not making a thing from scratch. So yeah, like yeah. I think that's just natural. Like if people... Oh, this is what Red Markets is. Okay, well, now we're coming out with a different, a new version of Red Markets. Okay, well, this is, oh, it's an improvement or a change to Red Markets, but I can see the 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 course of change over that. But, like, if you do something entirely different, people are like, well, that's not Red Markets anymore. You, yeah. You've made something else, and I, don't, I may or may not like it. Um, so, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm not predicting addition wars yeah, yeah. or anyone being shitty about Red Markets, and I'm definitely no. not being, like... I'm not, I'm not trying to sound shitty about complaints and things that are going to give me revisions that make the game better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, I am saying that like, I do have the concern, just like I have a concern about going bankrupt and Twitter has a concern about going bankruptcy. <laughs> like we both go bankrupt and we go bankrupt for different reasons, but yeah, like, yeah. and the scale of the damage is certainly more extreme on one level than the other. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's fundamentally, I think coming from the same place is that the, the book is not doing what I imagine it should have done Mm -hmm. or the book is doing things that, um, uh, yeah. Or I'm doing things that the book is not supporting. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, is something you have to factor in in any play test feed. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, but I think you've taken all the, it sounds like you're taking the right steps to keep that, to, to deal with that concern because, you know, like you've already surveying the people you're already thinking about like, what they said at the beginning of the Kickstarter versus what they actually did, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the only other thing was have a lengthy, like beta testing, like open play test kind of thing and get that feedback in there. Um, but yeah, I think, and I think also like the market, like I was talking a little bit earlier, the market has changed even like from red markets, 2015 to red. Oh, market. absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, um, cause we're now in a, in a, like itch is, you know, the itch style games are becoming, you know, more prevalent and more popular, um, virtual tabletop is now like a real thing, uh, that not just, you know, a pipe dream, uh, or a fringe thing. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I, expectations I'll be honest. Yeah. I'll be honest. I see this in the market too. Yeah. Like the obscenity thing. Like mm. I, I, I see the thesis there. Cause like you do not get more trad than a Delta green RPG book. Oh yeah. And I can tell you from experience as a guy who writes those utterly trad books they, <laughs> they sell like a motherfucker and they sell with everybody it's not just crazy gun nuts mm-hmm. it's it's leftists it's trans folks it's mm-hmm. like everybody's buying those books because they want the spookies and the mm-hmm. surrealists and the horrors and I'm, I'm not saying people aren't buying stuff in itching and buttles they are and they should yeah. and that indie stuff's good but like it's not video games it's not like you're yeah. just purchasing indie games or you're just pushing trad games mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that like, there is a level of like wish casting of seeing, oh, especially sure. anytime, like, and like, you've never gone to Metatopia Mm-mm. are like, oh man, there, there's some shit when you go to playtesting conventions, especially with like some coastal game designers and God love them. I think they're great, yeah, yeah. but they'll talk about like, well, obviously I'm using, um, 
poor paths uh safety tools for jenga rolling yeah. and everyone's doing that in the portland scene and i'm just like no one in 48 states in the union has heard about what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Which is not to say that they shouldn't. Maybe boar bats, safety tools for Jenga rolling mm-hmm. are absolutely essential game tools. And I'm not saying that, but the assumption that like, this is just a known quantity now because my scene does it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very like we're there. We're pushing oh, together. Yeah. We're pushing forward electronic music and you've done like two shows yeah, at yeah, a yeah. dive bar. And I'm, I'm not saying you have to be big to have an effect yeah, on the yeah. industry, but it's like, it is sort of a, like, I wish this, the entire RPG scene was like me and my friends and playing what we like. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I wish the entire RPG scene were based around hacks of dream askew and like, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And there is a great part of the RPG scene that does that. It, I hate to burst your bubble with the obscenity of it <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. two-thirds of people have only played D and will overly play D yeah like, or their house will D to do star yeah. wars or whatever yeah or your friend will be like i only write you know five dollar games printed on xerox and a pamphlet mm-hmm. and then they'll like sneak out the back door and buy like a 500 page savage world book and mm-hmm. hide it under their clothes savage riffs uh yeah 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 and they'll hide it under their clothes or something yeah, out of yeah, shame yeah. like you know, that stuff's not, the sales aren't going down on that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, so either the, well, the direction of the industry has changed. Yeah. Either that's not true mm-hmm. uh, or it's expanded. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I, I do think that like, there is sort of an obscenity to bringing up the fact that like, you know, those, those other types of books still sell or yeah, no one's heard no, of that. Like, or I think, I think, <laughs> you know, like I was talking about like earlier was that the, you know, um, the internet, the internet has changed our expectations, our, our idea of what is seen or what is obscene, right? Like the internet is not real life. You know, the Twitter exactly. is not real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. uh, how many like social, you know, controversies on Twitter about, you know, especially in the TTRPG scene of, uh, the internet, like that 99% of gamers have never heard of, like even like big ones, like say, you know, certain, Oh, this person's been, exiled from the gaming community because it turns out they're a broken stare they're a horrible person here's all the reasons why they're like who's that i've never heard of them you know like that's the 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 more level expectation so yeah like the coastal game designers super oh we're doing everyone's just doing solo game uh about topic you know this or that or we're doing this uh and it's a very small clickish thing it's not like the 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 big seller so um yeah yeah. and and when the obscenity comes from uh, popping a bubble of unreality. The problem yeah. is, is that we have so much unreality to pop now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's just more and more and more and more of it yeah. every single day. Um, I, yeah. I mean, another thing is also like, you know, the reason why people buy games or support games is, you know, not always to play them, right? It's to read them, to skim them, to read part of them, to make characters for them, to think about it. And as yeah, we already mentioned collectibles, but like, a lot of people use get, their scene of the game is not the 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 full game, right? It's not like sitting down at a table or at a virtual tabletop to play with friends. It is um, aspirational. Yeah, yeah, and like, and that's I guess what I'm getting at. Like yeah. whether you're criticizing a game that is in beta and asking for criticism, or criticizing a game that's actually published, yeah, or uh, criticizing or just talking about the RPG market in general. Mm-hmm. No one ever lays out their sort of Bayesian priors yeah. before they have that oh, argument. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the location of the argument is never in that, 
I like to skim games for concepts to steal to play in other games. Mm -hmm. And that's why I hated this game, because the index was not organized in accordance to weapon coolness. Like, (laughs) no one ever fucking says that before they get to the, Mm -hmm. this game fucking sucks. I hate it, don't buy it, or like whatever the criticism is. Mm -hmm. Or like, I only buy games because I like to see cute, adorable characters on the pages. And uh, like, I don't read any part of it. Yeah. And that's because, and that's like, this game is awesome because like the art's good and you open it, it doesn't have fucking mechanics. Yeah. Um, It's because no one in that review or that criticism laid out that like, this is how I use RPGs or this is how I use this specific type of RPG. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the locus of the criticism always ends up being on the obscenity of the book. Mm -hmm. Like the the hard fact of the book um, is critiquable Whereas the imagination of what the book should be or the imagination of what all books should achieve in the mm-hmm. RPG space from the individual person. Like we used to see guys on like Grognard's Dark Text who would complain when there were art in RPGs. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not paying for fucking pictures. I want more words, size eight font, as many mechanics as you can cram <laughs> in. Like no one wants that but you, man. Yeah. Like, uh, but like everyone's doing that to various degrees. Everyone is doing like, I want this very mm-hmm. individual thing that exists only in my head. Yeah. Um, and here's here's me cutting off all the interviewing philosophical assumptions of that. Mm-hmm. And after we throw that out, we're just gonna focus everything on your book. Yeah. And keep me very far out of it in the realm of non-critique. Um, and it it all focused on this. And like when you're in the center of that sitting on your obscene grotesque book yeah it can feel insane like <laughs> yeah you can't you can't again you can't tell on the internet whether like at the game store you're all playing and then there's one guy who smells a bit weird has a t-shirt that really shouldn't be worn in public where there are children around and screaming about well that's not a necron skull you know you can't have like you could tell like i maybe i shouldn't paid that person's opinion maybe isn't that important but on the internet everyone's just like an avatar and a name and like unless you really pay attention you can't really tell like what their biases are their their past history so um it's, yeah and it's, i've i've yeah. gotten like positive stuff like this game's a medium it dumps on friedman school economics it's the best thing I, i've been waiting years for rpgs yeah, to do yeah. this. i'm glad that guy likes it it's just for him yeah. like i the answer to make red market season two a success is not dunk on friedman more i mean i'm going you to don't know what how big that market is Caleb. i mean i'm going to because i can't resist but like that's not <laughs> that's not what i'm going to like focus the entire redesign uh, yeah. around because like yeah i'm happy i made a game for you specific man yeah who hates the chicago school of economics but like probably not my path towards mm-hmm. uh financial solvency as a game yeah, yeah 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 well i mean i think the thing um you know if you look, and I think you're doing this is looking at the second edition as a way to improve upon the first, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the core thing, right? Because you know, red mark is out there. People, you've seen what the, you know, you, you, you know what the scene of the game is and you know how people are, you know, what their versions of it, what, how they're obscene with it or their grotesqueries of it are. Um, and now you can put out a, a more clarified and concise thing. And so that's the way to look at it. And I think that's what you are doing, but like, 
Uh, yeah, and there's for other, anyone else doing a second edition. Yeah, they see a book of that length, and yeah. I, I've had a number of people who do reviews who are just like, I don't want to level combats like that, so I'll never yeah. play a book that big because they assume like 500 pages means I have to do D and D leveling. Yeah, like I've seen so many reviews of like that's why I don't touch it. I don't. Oh uh, wow! They huh. just yeah because they, they just assume like book that size leveling. So yeah, the, the conventions like, of yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like and they don't like are. Uh, well, if it's 500 pages, oh my God, like it's, it's going to mm-hmm. be all essential. I can't go like, cause they're not used to books that I, I don't need supplements anymore. This is everything mm-hmm. this is every variant you need. This is all the different things that people brought up. Yeah. Um, because like games aren't published like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like that's part of the, th- I want to make it better, but I'm also like trying to stealth the book past a few people. Not in that. I think like I'm going to convince them to do the socialist revolution if I tone down the Marxist rant or something. <laughs> but like if they won't look at it because it's not separated into player book, GM book, mm-hmm. then am I really gaining anything by not just cutting it in half into a player book and a GM book? Yeah. If they will otherwise like appreciate the content, if they'll flip it open, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's the kind of stuff you're dealing with. You're dealing with um, a ton of like, assumptions informed historically and personally that are having very serious, real mechanical interactions with the adoption of your game and your market. Yeah. And, um, those get more complex once you've entered the market already with Mm -hmm. an addition. And it's, it's, it's sort of a weird beam to walk, but yeah, it is. I'm glad I know it's there to walk. Like I'm not just wandering around and heading (laughs) off into the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and you're, you're seeing, I think, it's the opportunity to make the the not red markets of, of 2015, but with better changes. It's going to be the red markets of, you know, 2023, 2024, whatever mm-hmm. uh, it winds up being um, and speak to those changes that have happened in, you know, the eight years um, and uh, to teach, you know, you know, uh, uh, to speak to the experiences of everything that's come before and to improve upon it. And I think. That will be a product that will uh, people can really appreciate. Um, but yeah, it's God. Yeah, I just it really is uh, people just nobody sees the same book the, sa- the same way is really what it comes down to. Like nobody, uh, uh, every every person who reads a book has their own interpretation to it. And man, it's and, and the book is going to be at fault whether it is or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it, it's either at fault. Mm hmm. Because there is something legitimately like not good in it, like it's mm-hmm. got misspellings or you can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's there's no rules or mm-hmm. uh, or it could be because you know people cannot parse the sort of yeah. psychological and cultural inputs that are making them say that. I mean, you could do yeah. even like super rules light versions and just do like Red Market's the cozy edition. Red Market's the. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Red Market's the, the, uh, oh, uh, uh, how about Redborg? Uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. we, we, we could just do a little, uh, just theme it that way. Yeah. You want to go back and I think it might still be up on RPPR, the original yeah. GDW, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to talk about, uh, the fucking, uh, scene, obscene shit. Yeah. Go back to the first GDW where I come up with the concept for red markets mm-hmm. and read the comments of all the people telling me to make a different game. <laughs> <laughs> like they're du- like, du- yeah, well zombies, those are played out. You can't do that. Oh, I don't want to do this. Or yeah. it should be about AI or it should be like that. Like it's, it's endless. Like, 
I literally had just had, I had the idea. I came over here and it was already wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, and I think that is very specific to TTRPGs mm-hmm. in having that sort of, um, the motive factor of the hobby being these creations of like mind spaces and individual realities. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a physical book that says anything different is sort of always going to be yeah. a problem <laughs> yeah. in, in that framework. Yeah. Do the game I want you to make, not the game mm-hmm. that you want to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's God. Yeah. I'll have to do that. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to the first <laughs> episode. So everyone can have that trip down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I am, but you know, a, a blade or sorry, a red markets version that is like, you know, blades in the dark, just everything focused on the rules, very little setting, uh, and just kind of go from there would be really cool. But, uh, and I think that's the way you're going basically. I mean, I'm going to have setting stuff, um, just because it, it is, well, I mean, some setting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably going to be timelined and, yeah, yeah. and pretty streamlined. Uh, not a lot of voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and that, and that's different, but like that's a thing I like. Yeah, that well, you need to. Explain. That's me. Yeah, like yeah. that's me. Like I yeah. love the first edition of the Cliff Phase, where yeah. it's like a person who has to explain all this history to you. Yeah, uh, before you go <laughs> fight it. Yeah, uh, and I, I I love like the bits of characterization that sneak through in that, mm-hmm. and all that stuff I did for Eclipse Phase One, like putting voice into the character describing the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of why I did red markets and I love that. And that's my scene of an RPG book. Yeah. And most people hate it. <laughs> most people just want the rules. Most people want the Our, rules and they want the history book yeah, like, yeah. perspective. They want the impartial, like, you know, so I gotta, I gotta do yeah. it to myself too. Yeah, I, gotta, yeah. I gotta acknowledge my own scene obscenity. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, and you can always like cut that stuff off and sell it as a print on demand book or PDF mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, to, for people who want the deep lore, you know, mm-hmm. of red markets. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm quite excited to see uh, what happens in the, in our in the campaign next. Um, and uh, do you have any idea of when you're going to start releasing those? Uh, it'll be a bit. Uh, I kind of want the APs to be free. Um, yeah, but I do need money. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially with um, if I have to launch another Kickstarter, yes. Yeah. Uh, even if I am recycling art assets because we don't make enough stretch goals in a Kickstarter, I, I need new art assets need to a new sell, for sure. sell the game. Yeah. Um. So I and I spent about five to seven k on the first Red Marcus Kickstarter before we had launched. Yeah. Like, so I don't have that sitting around um, with my new found RPG freelancer money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I do see the need to sort of fund that. So I'll probably be posting episodes up um, once I have enough jobs and rules to test that I can be selling that. So I will be putting that up. I think the APs are going to be free, mm-hmm. but um, artwork that I get to use for the Kickstarter early will be going up as paid stuff. And uh, I'm writing about three jobs every time we play. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to put all the new jobs up as like things you can run with your own group. Yeah. yeah. Strip all this. I mean, the first job of our campaign was great. It was had a great twist. Great complication. Complication. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, it, it's super cool. Uh, I'll have to think more about this obscenity uh, scene stuff. It, it's very interesting. And like uh, I see it every There's day. probably a better way to express it. But yeah, like uh, nomenclaturely, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I, isn't a word, ironically. <laughs> nomenclaturely, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
It's very, it's now I just want to make a band called nomenclature. <laughs> uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, my ska band. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, uh, am looking forward to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'll probably Burke and I will probably be talking about this on nightclick radio at some point. Cause it does come up a lot when talking about art in general, especially mm-hmm. now because everyone, uh, gets to put their opinion in their opinion. They are the main character of, you know, there's so many people who are the main character of the, the, their world and it doesn't occur to them that, you know, that's not necessarily the only interpretation of something. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, but RPGs are, yeah, uh, uh, definitely, uh, a special case. A fraught space. A fraught space. Yeah. There we for, go. For yeah, that yeah, yeah. Kind of thinking. Yeah. But it's fun. So, uh, we keep on doing it. Um, well, uh, uh, thank you, uh, all the listeners out there. Um, and, uh, any other announcements or anything? Uh, uh if you want to see the development of the game in the next couple of months, I'll be posting lots of updates on Hebron games, open design. Yeah. Cool. And uh, uh, when we are ready for a beta, it will be up there. So cool. You would like back us there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, oh yeah. Delta green, uh, impossible landscapes coming to RPPR actual play, uh, this, uh, in may. Cool. So very soon, uh, or already by the time you're listening to this, so, <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.